Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and my lovely wife, Elder J.C. Montgomery. Yes, we are in the house today. Did you miss us? But (laughs) welcome back, podcast and radio family. Hold on to your seats. Boy, I tell you, uh, we survived the Passover with joy. Praise God. But last week, uh, you heard the rebroadcast of our program, He is Risen. Yes. And he, I tell you, yes, he is risen. Thank God for the promise that he uh, bestowed upon us. And, And we know this experience is awesome due to bringing into a broken world the new covenant with the almighty God and Christ as the Godhead. What an awesome way to celebrate the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior with just as many answers to our justification as children of God. So are there many questions? Do you believe that, Elder? Yes, I do. And I think today's program is going to provide some answers. But, you know, they're not coming from us. We're being led by the Spirit of God. But we found that discussing these questions and laying out the answers, we're here to assist you believers in reaching a better fellowship with yourself and your connection to God. Indeed. Today, the Stone Builders, well, not really today, but the Stone Builders has received some questions that Pastor and I will tackle today. Um, We don't have all the answers. In fact, we don't have any of the answers. The answers are going to come from above, but we know these will be teachable moments to you, our audience. Let me lay out the four questions. Number one, how do I receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that sounds like mm-hmm. a pretty good question. Yep, and it is common among believers. How, number two, how can I know God's will for myself? Now that is perplexing because so many people yes. are searching for God and want to be on the right track but don't know how to get on yes, the right Yes, that's the truth. Um, number three, what? kingdom law is at the heart of all relationships mm, and for- all of you should know that in fact even children should know that one well, some some folks may not even know what the kingdom laws are mm, well we're gonna discuss that and we have in past programs yes we, we have about kingdom laws. yes we have i believe those of us who are studying god's word May answer this question and many of the ones above, but lastly but not least is number four. What sin particularly blocks the flow of kingdom power? And it's not even kingdom power, just power. (laughs) Pastor, what do you think? And will we have enough time to answer or provide God's answers to these questions? I mean, there's so many sins. (laughs) There (laughs) are. so many sins that can block you, but... um, there's some particular ones. Yes. Well, this one in particular is going to be an eye opener because <laughs> that might help somebody. People That's don't true. realize that some of the things you do, uh, as I always tell the children, you point a finger, three are t- pointing back at you. So you need to know what that answer is. Well, because uh, some people are don't don't understand or aren't aware that there are sins that are blocking you from yes your blessings yes because they say as prayers go up uh, yes blessings come down and i've been praying i've been praying and where is my blessing and uh you know even though god's time is his time but sometimes it's like where you at well it's just like that song says um my God always provides the answer. But, you know, we want God to not only provide the answer, but show us the way. Indeed, indeed. So this is just the beginning of a series like these when you are listeners, our audience, when you send us your questions and you yes. can send us your questions by going to our website at www.we.com livingstones.org 
And you can just go ahead and send us an email right there. You can email uh, info at We Living Stones Correct. or Gary at We Living Stones yes. or JC. Or, so you can send your questions uh, right there and we'd be more than happy to take our uh, take time. Uh, to research them to make sure that we're giving you firm biblical foundation answers. But we're ever so grateful for uh, many of you who listen regularly to the Stone Builders Hour. And our goal is to support you as believers yes. in prayer. Yes. Connecting you to the resources and encouraging you to continue to read the word. Continue to read the word. Yes. Research the word. Yes. Eat the word. Yes. Live the word. Yes. For yourself. Yes. Yeah. A word about our <laughs> we are living testimony, but you know, a word about our move to Durant recently. You know, last last October we brought a small farm. Not October, November we brought off a small farm and we moved. Technically, in January, yes. and, uh, we were here through the month. JC was here through the month of December doing renovations on the home. Uh, but we fought, made the final move uh, in January to Durant. And it's been awesome. And it's been a lot of work. Yes, I'm uh, getting muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, and we're getting healthy. But yes. JC, we can't believe the things we're doing here. As we prepare for new ventures and yes. getting healthy yes. while doing it. JC talking about, you know, why go to the gym when you're pushing that wheelbarrow? Yes. <laughs> you're digging those holes. You know, you're walking the, the land. Yes. You're working sun up to sun down. And uh, and you're in bed by 930. Yes. Instead of TV watching, you know, go to bed. You know, those kind of things. But um, we're just so thankful to... Uh, to be here, I know myself. Um, I, He's skinny. No, I'm not so <laughs> sure about that. But yes. I did have a 46 waistline before moving to Duran, and now I'm down to about 40. That's uh, uh, costly when you lose weight because now you got to get new clothes. New clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with the belts. <laughs> it's because the belts are the first to go because you got to, they stop, uh, you're on that last, that last uh, hole in that, in your belt. And then, you know, it's time to, to replace, but, you know, <laughs> but one thing that we're doing here in the farm, not only getting healthy where we're doing it, but we have to build a infrastructure, you know, a foundation uh, to build the farm. And it's been a lot of work and sometimes overwhelming. And, and it's like, well, you know, I only got that much done, but hey, I got to come back and do this tomorrow. And both JC and I, because of trying to build the farm, trying to work on this new ventures, our, our farm is called Jojamon Farms. And, um, and, uh, and we're, we're providing CBD products. So come fall, we'll have a harvest that will have CBD products that will be for sale. Praise God. Yes. To help you in your uh, any kind of aches and pains. And so instead of taking an aspirin, you can take a, uh, like a CBD to help, uh, help with your body. But we've decided to uh, change up uh, in 2020 the Stone Builders Hours on uh, wave 94 to twice a month so instead of um weekly we're gonna yes. go every other month so you gotta make every sure the week every other week make sure you mark your calendar and but you can still follow us on all the podcasts all yeah podcasts, soundcloud itunes um sound, stitcher, stitcher tune in apple google you can listen to that anytime but this will give us uh, some uh, a little breathing room uh, that we need uh, to make sure that we can give you a quality program. Yes. We pride ourselves in the research that we do to support um, uh, what, we're, what we believe is the good news. Yes. And, uh, and we want to be able to share that and replicate that. So we want to, starting uh, May, a couple days. Yes. May's here already. Half the year, five months. Our first program will broadcast the second and fourth Thursday of the month. So that's May 12th and May 26th. You're going to have a new research program from Elder JC and I. So 
uh, just continue to stay tuned uh, to the program uh, for both a great, wonderful message, praise God, yes. as well as provide you the tools that you need for continuous and prosperous life. And we're living it. Yes. You know, that whole thing about walk by faith and, and not, not by sight. Woo! Because it could be overwhelming if you don't have the Almighty in your life. Yes. But I, I just, I'm thankful to have dirt underneath my fingernails. No, <laughs> I don't know about all that. But <laughs> we want you to stay tuned because we do have some questions and answers. Uh, that God will provide in his word, his holy Bible. And pastor said it, read your word. Uh, Make sure you have your Bibles open if you're not driving. And of course, if you're driving, you can listen. But remember, as pastor mentioned, the upcoming second and fourth Thursday of the month, starting in May, you may listen to uh, us on Still Continue on Wave, but we're still on the podcast, Apple, Google, iHeart, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, <laughs> and TuneIn at your convenience. There's no excuse. No, there isn't, because you can hear us anywhere you like to listen to. <laughs> so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Greetings, I'm Pastor Gary Montgomery, co-host of the Stone Builders Hour with my lovely wife, Elder JC. We thank you for listening to Living Stones Radio Ministry and invite you to become a sponsor of the Stone Builders Hour for as little as $25 monthly. Your sponsorship is tax deductible and can be made on our secure website, welivingstones.org. Just click on the donor button and become a partner. It's that easy. We want to thank you for your support. And God bless each and every one of you. Welcome back. Welcome back. And we are here to answer the first question. All right. That is, how do I receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit? I think that's an excellent question audience more than ever uh, we're trying to get the word out to you our audience because it is more critical than ever before look at the circumstances we're living in i'd have to say these are the last days because rumors of war yes it's getting worse it's offense taken by neighbor it's offense of people going into restaurants it's offense I'm, i'm just amazed that how people are doing things through fast food restaurants or even what I would consider more upscale restaurants because people are taking offense. But, you know, the Holy Spirit has been at work from the beginning. And remember, John said that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word became God. And so when we speak that, we know that God's spirit has been in the Old Testament in our salvation, in the New Testament, and in the written word as the inspiration for scripture that God gave to men, to our priests, to our prophets, to our disciples. God's been there from the beginning. Even when we try to deny him, he's still been there from the beginning. Remember our first task in ever when we want to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit is we have to be what? born again peter stated this in acts 2 38 through 39 and i know everyone's saying be born again we don't have to become a baby again no he's not talking about that born again but in acts 2 38 39 then peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of yeshua or of jesus christ for the remission of sins And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for the promise is unto me, 
You know, we said, put yourself in the verse. It says unto you, but it's unto me and to my children and to all that are far off, even as many as Lord our God shall call. And remember, even Christ said that. He said that those who come after will have one more faith because they're going to believe and not have seen. The second task is to ask, how many of us miss out on opportunities because we do not ask for our blessings? That's, you right. know, that's one thing I know Pastor and I have in common. We know how to ask and, for the check. And knock on the door. Yes. Where's my money? Yes. So you <laughs> cannot miss out on this opportunity because you didn't ask. Romans 8, 9 states it succinctly. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwells in you or dwells in me. Now, if any man, JC, have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So God is telling you his spirit is in you. Remember in, uh, I think it's Romans 1, he says that your DNA is, you know who God is because he put it in you. So all you have to do is first be born again and second to ask. Is there anything else to add to that, Pastor? Yeah, I just had a flashback Uh-oh. when you said ask. Um, and then I said, where, where my money? Yeah. I flashed back to the days of the 70s, 1970s, where I was um, involved in um, illicit. Listen, I was just going to say <laughs> illicit, illicit uh, tr- um, trade. Uh, trade. <laughs> and thank God I never got caught. Yeah. But now it's legal in a lot of states mm-hmm. now, like Colorado, and you got uh, medical uh, across the nation. But you know, one of the things that uh, in the that that trade is that you do have marketing, you have customers and quality controls, but also you need collections. And so sometimes <laughs> you had to go, where my money? <laughs> because sometimes not everybody are good stewards of your resources. Yes, true. And that's why I am so thankful because the third thing mm. that you have to do is surrender. Ah. You have to surrender thy will and repent. Praise God. <laughs> Listen to uh, Paul in Apostle Paul in Romans uh, 12.1. He states, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, mm. by the mercies of God, that Hallelujah. ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service and and then he comes back um, you have to be willing to obey that's the fourth Mm. thing you gotta be willing to obey you can't be a knucklehead (laughs) Acts uh, 5 uh, 32 states and we are his witness of these things and so is also the Holy Ghost who God have given to them that obey him it, it's interesting. Um, one of Pastor's uh, kind of favorite pastimes whenever he does watch TV is he loves to watch um, divorce court or <laughs> couples therapy court or whatever it's called. And I'm always, I can't stand it because it's like, didn't they ask these questions before they got involved? There's just certain, I mean, didn't you surrender yourself to this person and the deception that goes on within these relationships. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but it's just interesting how people put themselves into situations because they don't completely surrender. They're not willing to obey. To, uh, to, uh, what is it? Your moral commitment. Yes. And, um, and I like those shows because it keeps me, uh, fresh in, uh, in our, coaching (laughs) as we do couples coaching and couples therapy and I thought that when we were working with couples that we ran into a lot of things and but you know sometimes you know when you look at those kind of shows it's like wow people are really going through some stuff yeah and 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 a lot of times of their own 
volition. They, they put themselves into that situation. So I, I did the third thing you have to do is obey. Uh, the fourth, I mean, the third was surrender. And the fourth was obey. And the fifth, mm. the fifth is you just need to believe. All right. You know, again, Apostle Paul, he says it all in Galatians uh, 3, 2, by the hearing of faith. And he says this, this only would I learn of you. Receive ye the spirit by the works of the law mm. or by the hearing of faith. Mm, all right. Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Mm. That's one thing about Paul. He was always about being in God's presence and staying out of his own flesh. Yeah. Uh, we all need to be about that. But pastor, it's that old age adage. Christ asked that those, and I mentioned that earlier, that come, that would come behind him would believe even not seeing the miracles. And that's us. Yeah. It's the same with us. Do we believe because we have seen or do we believe because we have faith? And a lot of times people will tell you, but I just don't have any faith in that or I don't have this the faith in this person or I don't have this faith in uh, trying to do something. And a lot of times I know we are always exhorters of anybody who wants to go into business. But a lot of times people always ask, how do you do that? How do you get here? How you? It's by one, you got to have faith, but it's also by what works. Yeah. You got to W-U-R-K. You got to go to work. And as always, we have to exercise our faith and give give back to God what he's given to us. A lot of times he just wants us to go out on faith to take that first step so he can help us with the final steps or many steps. Because, you know, as God does, he doesn't give us the whole picture. He doesn't give us he doesn't let us see everything, because if we saw the end from the beginning, we would never probably work towards it. Having asked, received, obeyed and then believe we got to walk in this thing. I'm just amazed at how many people want those things but are not willing to work for those things. And I think one of the, the uh, we always use our son as an example. We call him our Jamaican because <laughs> he's in all businesses. He does a lot of things and that's just his nature. He got that from his dad. Uh, it's just one of those things that when you're working in your gifts or gift, you actually will receive the blessing ultimately. Yeah. You got the, you have those jobs that you need in order to meet your own. Right. And then you have the works that you enjoy doing. Exactly. That you're willing to do and you don't get a check. Right. But when you do get a check, praise God that you well, get paid for something that you enjoy, enjoy doing. doing. Amen. You know, remember the apostles, they spoke with uh, other tongues uh, right after, um, uh, the, the, the death and resurrection that 40 day period uh, they were in the upper room and they were all uh, wishy washy don't know who what what to do and then all of a sudden uh, the Holy Spirit came mm. by and knocked everybody over and then they like all like a started, blowing wind yeah so they all started to speak with tongues and, 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 and what's so unique about it is that the, the nations that uh, people were from, they clearly understood them in their tongues. So the original tongues was being able to speak other languages. Say, I'm speaking English now. I'm speaking Latin, and so people who know the language of uh, know um, uh, Latin uh, kind of understood understood it. You know, yes. And so that, that, I thought that was heavy. Well, one thing that you bring up is we have to remember at the time uh, when Yeshua walked the earth and the time of the apostles and, and disciples, they were in areas that were involved with a lot of trade. So they were intermixed with a lot of communities. So you had the Israelites, you had 
um, the various branches of the Israelites and the Jewish community, the Pharisees, the Sadducees. You also had Gentiles, right, and Romans. So there was a mix. So for someone to come in the midst and be filled with the Holy Spirit and be able to speak so that all men understood them, that in itself is a miracle. And that's why when they were baptized uh, in the Spirit, that's in Acts uh, 2 4, they spoke the words of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So the apostles responded in faith to what the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. And they spoke in faith. Then, as with us, when we do this, God gives the blessing and we may begin to enjoy it. And that's the whole thing is when you are empty. Yes. When you finally empty all the baggage that you have, then you become like clay that you could be molded with the word. And that's what the Almighty is seeking. That's why the Yeshua uh, is our guide, because he showed us how to do it. But we just got to empty ourselves. Yep. And so that he, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, that just gives me goosebumps. With the things that you need in order to survive. So when you have the faith and you are anointed as the child of God, you follow those Ten Commandments, it doesn't matter um, about inflation. It doesn't matter True. if it's your job. True. It doesn't matter if you lack in certain areas because I know by faith yes. this too shall pass. Yes. And no matter what goes on around me, we're going to be survivors. Lord, fill me Mm. right now with your Holy Spirit. But we're going to stay tuned because after you're filled with the Holy Spirit, the next question is, how can I know God's will for myself? Mm. Good one. Yes. So stay tuned. And the one thing that invites the favor of God on our life, like Simeon, that will open our eyes to see him more clearly so that we don't miss him when he comes into our circumstances, trying to speak to us, to answer us, to make himself apparent in our lives. The one thing that opens up our eyes is God's spirit on us. And if you want, if I want God's spirit on our lives, then we got to decide to live Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Welcome back, welcome back to the Stone Brothers Hour with me, Pastor Gary Montgomery, and my lovely wife, uh, Josephine. Yeah, Josephine. Oh, that's, that's the first time calling me. <laughs> I always call her JC, but her name is Josephine Celeste Gamboa well, Montgomery. Thanks for that. <laughs> and we got 50 years invested uh, coming, coming up. up. Uh, this wow. And, Ooh, uh, boy. I'm still in process of trying to get marriage right, but I can help these we can help a few other folks out there, and we have, and continue will, and uh, and that's why we need your help um, um, uh, to make a uh, become a stone builder and make a uh, financial commitment to the radio program and to uh, the ministry. 
And you can do that by not only going back to all the various uh, podcast stations to hear all our shows, and uh, but also by going to our website at welivingstones.org and go to the donation page and just make a recurring donation. We were asking for $25. If you can make a donation of $25 monthly, that will be a blessing. Yes, it so would. To the kingdom. And we would like to say thank you by sending you a Stone Builders uh, t-shirt. So when you make your donation, praise God, uh, please send us your size and we'll make sure that in address and we'll make sure that we drop the, the t-shirt in the mail to you. But praise God, you know, I just thank God for uh, what he has done. And I know a lot of folks are, these are pressing times. Yes, there are. But God loves faithful givers. And and I just thank God that he placed us in a situation where we're always giving mm-hmm. of our time, yeah. Yeah. of our energy yeah. and resources. Yes. And, and some things you just can't put a nickel and a dime on. Well, just know that when you give, it shall be given unto you, shaken together, rolling over. Yeah. Will men give unto your bosom? So it's not that God's uh, asking for faithful givers. He's asking for Faith. Didn't we just talk about having faith? Mm. Uh, so you have faith. Mustard seed. Yes, he is going to always provide your needs. Praise God. Or so, for your needs. So again, uh, welivingstones.org and become a stone builder. Praise God. Amen. And so the question was, how can I know God's will for myself? Yes. Which is this, because a lot of folks... Even in church, they go to church every Sunday, and and they're still perplexed. How do I turn that of? How can I use God's will for me? How yes. do I do that? And and many they're they're always searching and really don't know where to look. Except well, you got to look up. <laughs> I was in Colossians three two. Keep your eyes on things above. Oh God! So let, let's see how we may understand how to. Know God's will for you for yourself, and but read your Bible. That's where it starts, you know, by precept by precept. Mm. Your Bible, because everything we know is in it. It's our it's our operating manual. Yes. That's how JC and I. That's it's our operating manual, and it's the basis. When we put our hand on the Bible and we got married, um, that was a commitment that we would use this uh, instrument in our lives and pass it through our children's lives and through our works, through our businesses. So God's always in front of us, and and you got to know God's word in order to understand it. And for you, yourself yes and we'll give you and it gives us the will of god you know, like in psalms 119 105 it says thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path so it's so important to know boy you know what there's a lamp so everywhere i walk I, I, there's light yeah and every every path I take there's light yeah so in darkness and light darkness cannot coexist with light so why are you afraid why are you afraid to start the business why are you afraid to go back to college why are you afraid to do certain things why are you afraid to ask that young lady for a date why are you afraid when you got the lamp right in front of you he already he waiting for you He sure is. And one of the things that he looks at is, do we really believe that? Do we really stand on his word? It's funny when you said how we put God and the word in everything in our business and our lives. And I can remember, because I know your mother used to do it too. Our parents, whether they were listening to radio, because that was the big thing of our time. We did have TV, don't go there. (laughs) But even through television, they would put their hands on the radio or put their hands on the TV because they felt that if God's word was true, that they would get filled with the spirit. So, you know, that is amazing. And somehow we've forgotten all of that. We dance. Yes. yes. Right. So, you know that if God is reaching for you, 
he's going to do that by any means necessary and use anything that's in our possession to get the word to us. But you know, Pastor said it, the main way to know God's will is to read your Bible, line upon line, precept upon precept, because that's where we commune with him. That's where he's put all of the information. Another way is through prayer. We commune with God and learn how we may please him. I I think it's important to understand that this is not hocus pocus. This isn't something that we've lived by this. So we know it works. Colossians 3.15 states, let the peace of God rule in your heart. So when God is in the equation, you got peace. How many of you have peace out there? If you don't have peace, you better start praying. (laughs) Because one of the things we look for is we look for the peace that we know God provides. We know that God is there in everything that we do. But we also know that when we pray, we commune with him and he's pleased by that. You know how your children, when they come up and they start giving you kudos, even though they may want something, (laughs) because we do the same thing with God. We bless him. We say them all the right prayers. But God is pleased by that. In fact, um, Pastor always says you got to yell out and holler when uh, uh, you're praying because God wants you need to stir up your angels so they can (laughs) deliver what you need and that is so true well here's a funny thing because our cousin uh our cousin he uh, had a tractor and um he was uh mowing our field in the back and um and he was uh he got stuck yeah the tractor got stuck because the ground was wet and we couldn't get the tractor out so i went by with my truck and we tried to hook him up to and use our shovels trying to dig out the tractor and everything. That and, didn't work. And my cousin was so angry. And he was um, uh, yelling at God. So I said, go ahead, yell at him. Tell him what you know. So, so he said, Lord, he was so angry. But he yelled out and shouted that he just needed one break. Just give me a break. And and so he was shouting it out and everything. He was mad. He was angry <laughs> and frustrated because it took up. What a good hour. Right. And it really didn't look like it was going to get tracked around. You might have had to call the people who delivered it. And so about within 10 minutes yes. after that prayer, here comes a rear neighbor in the rear farm yes. uh, who saw us on the back road. His son saw us on the back road in our field. And so he came with um, this big his truck. Right, came with his uh, it's a bigger truck. He came with his. Um, he just backed up and said, "Oh, my son told me that you was having. I didn't know that you was having problems out here." But he uh, hooked up uh, the tractor to his his uh, his truck, and he had like a flatbed and um, and effortly pulled right, pulled him right out, <laughs> right out. And so everybody went back to work. And so I said, boy, listen, I had to let my cousin know. It's like, God heard your prayer. Yes, man. he did. Look at that. That was a miracle, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That he came with the right tools, with the right equipment. And, and that's why sometimes you have to be serious in your faith. Yes. And in the word. Yes. And that's what goes back before. Ask. And it shall be given. You know, so if he wasn't asking because... I was trying to figure out how we going to get that tractor out. <laughs> but he was mad. I had to tell him he's got to listen to this show. <laughs> but he shows us. But God always shows us through his ways. Uh, godly counsel. He'll discern. Discernment. Um, uh, uh, you also through uh, visions and dreams. And so our will must be submitted to him to know his purpose. And that's why you have to pour yourself out to him. And you will know he's leading you. You know, that's the whole thing is how do, how do I become empty and know that I'm following God and not the deceiver? That's why it's very important to, to understand like a, like a Proverbs 19.20. Hear counsel and receive instruction 
that thou mayest be wise in the latter end. Mm. Or in uh, Proverbs 24, 6. For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in multitude of counselors there is safety. You know, some people fight with themselves. Yeah. And in Acts uh, 2.17, And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Yes. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Is that what you did? Coming to Durant, you dream dreams? (laughs) (laughs) That might have been a nightmare. (laughs) I'm hurting right now. (laughs) Oh, God. But, you know. You hear my chair moving around. It's because I got pain shooting up my my leg right now. But by faith, I'm healed. All right. Well, you know, God needs to show us his purpose. You know, but God's a regulator. Um, and he's, we also must be willing to do what he asks because a lot of times many of us are afraid to move forward or we say we're not sure how this is going to come out. God didn't ask you about how it's going to come out or he didn't ask for your opinion. He's just asking for you to move. Um, sometimes we have to take a negative approach to things by spelling out what will, what will we miss if we don't take God's guidance. You know, are we going to not be able to be successful? Are we not going to be able to have um, the types of things that we believe should be going on in our lives? Uh, We won't open that business. Sometimes we got to look at it from that standpoint. But Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 tells us uh, uh, about this experience. And this is another one of my favorite verses, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. That's why we got to read that word states, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. If I made that apply to me, you know, JC is going to trust in the Lord with all my heart yep. and lead not to my own understanding in all my ways. I will acknowledge him and he shall direct my path because sometimes we need to know we that it's present tense. It's not past like everyone thinks it happened in the Old Testament or it happened in the beginning, but it's not happening now. And it's interesting. A lot of people in the church always say that miracles aren't happening like they did in the past. And my thing is, that's not true. That's right. I'm a miracle. I'm a walking miracle. Pastor's a walking miracle. We have children that are walking miracles. They have been through some things, but now they're out on the other side and see the blessing. I am so proud of my children that they have been successful in their own lives. They've taken their paths, but I know because how they were brought up and the way they should go, mm-hmm. that they're following the Lord and are being blessed for it. Praise God. Praise so, God. I mean, you need to get in that word because all of them know when times get tough you get in the word and you persevere we're going to talk about that a little bit more perseverance Mm. well i think we got to take a little break here yes we're going to come back with what kingdom law what is the kingdom law Mm. is that and you know what it's at the heart of all relationships y'all already know it so stay tuned and we'll be right back To the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. 
Welcome back. Welcome back with Pastor Gary and me, Elder JC. Boy, I tell you, these questions have been just being fired left and right. We're getting to know, I think, more information about ourselves and what God's expectation is for us. And he expects higher and higher and higher heights. But, you know, I appreciate what the word reveals to us about these questions. And if you're in the word, you'll find the answers We always state, you know, sometimes you read a passage over and over and over again, like trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. But somehow the light bulb might come on that that word is revealed to you. Well, kingdom law. Here it is. Is in Matthew 7, 12. It's a classic. It is the law of of reciprocity that's a big word (laughs) but you know it really means reciprocal what's a reciprocal something that is handed back to you when you do something else for somebody else so matthew 7 12 says therefore all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you do you even so to them For this is the law and the prophets. So it's a universal law. It's the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. You want good for others, then do good to others. Imagine if life on earth was observed as Christ intended it to be used. And we're not just talking about when Christ came. We're talking about from the beginning. Just imagine if Adam and Eve would have used the law of reciprocity. Where would we be today? We wouldn't have that apple. <laughs> or, or the piece of fruit. Or, no, listen, I think what it was, was she just listened to somebody she didn't have any business. It's just somebody. Well, I mean, yeah, let's, t- let's take an example. You're interested in going into business. You really don't have the experience. You might have not all the money that you need, but it's a burning desire for you to do it. So we just always say, just do it. But then someone gets in your ear and starts talking about, well, you don't have the experience. You don't have the money. How do you think you're going to do that? In fact, everyone always asks us, how do you do that? Uh, how about just do it? Uh, many a times when, when we were in business, a lot of the business that pastor generated was through a handshake. So it means standing on the word, keeping your word, and then following through on your word. Because a lot of people think that you do the first two things, you don't have to follow through. And that's where people get into trouble. Yeah, they sure do. You know, it sounds like that uh, that golden rule. Yeah. It sounds like the Ten, the ten Commandments uh, being used. Yes. And, and because you, you wouldn't want to steal your neighbor's tools. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't want to drive recklessly. Although everyone does, uh, it seems like. Uh, you know, no pollution by industry. Uh, uh, help others. Uh, we would oppress nor be oppressed. Hmm. What does that sound like to you? Utopia. <laughs> uh, my, my, my. If we all applied it, uh, even if we applied the Tenth Commandment and that Golden Rule, which is reciprocity, then we wouldn't need armies. Yes. You wouldn't need prisons. Yes. You wouldn't need to lock up people. Yes. Juvenile detention. Yes. Oh, God. Parents would know how to raise their kids. Mm. <laughs> uh, stand on that word because uh, isn't that in the word? Well, they're trying to bring now uh, a Satanist uh, um, in uh, York County, Pennsylvania. Where uh, we live for a period of time yes indeed uh we had a manufacturing business there and they uh the, they want to bring a satan club in uh so an after school program for satanists and the satanists would run the after school program on school property and uh, apparently the school board in their good senses declined it and now it's going to the next court level yes because they refuse to accept that well they come and they in cringing you know they want to start teaching evil but god said it and he said that we would be tested and i don't think 
I do believe that churches should stand against that. But one of the things that we also be, should be standing on, if we're on our standing on our word, we don't have to fear that. Right. Because just like I remember when you used to go into uh, the prison <laughs> and they had to allow the same thing. They had to allow a lot of religions. They had um, oh, just so many. But I know there was a, a Satanist yeah. service and you would always follow it. <laughs> and so you would go in and have the men dying laughing because I said, I, he, I brought my holy water and I'm going to sprinkle it all over here because we can't have this evil in here. So when you stand on that word, you have no fear. Right. And you know that what it say, resist the devil and he shall, and it's funny, he shall flee. flee. Yeah. That was funny. One thing being, uh, I started as a, um, uh, once we retired, um, JC was ready to go back into the workforce and, and she did. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I became a volunteer in prison, uh, in the state of Florida. And next thing I know, they hired me as a chaplain. And, uh, so I was a, a state chaplain for, um, at Wakala uh, Correctional Institution and, uh, and it was just so I had to learn all religions, all religions, mm-hmm. because it's your fundamental right if you're incarcerated to practice your religion. So, so not only did I learn all of the Christian religions, but also the Muslims and uh, the the Hindus, the the Jews, the pagans, the the naturalists, the Native Americans. So because you had to provide what they needed in order to perform their ceremonies. And also if someone died or something, you got to be able to perform. That was a hard thing to do to be a chaplain, especially with a man like me with the beliefs that I have. But the law says that they can believe what they want. And so you got to make things available to them. But, yes. You know, that was, I remember those stories and, but again, my interaction with the Satanists, right. things of that nature, and um, God always wins. Yes, he does. <laughs> hey, it's written in they, the word. They, they, they try to even pin me down on certain, you know, I was in a dormitory once and um, in a dorm and I had the Air Force uh, captain in there and. And he was on my case about the devil, what the devil, what he's done, what the devil has done for him and, and how he was all proud and everything. And I got about uh, about 40, 50 men around me inside, the, their, inside their dormitory. And so I yelled out, yeah, so the devil's done. So he's done a lot for you. But here, you still locked up. Bye, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm going home. What you got to say about that? Where your devil at now? Oh, yeah, he got you bound up. Yes, he does. Real well. How many years you got? Yeah, then when. <laughs> but God would be able to stand on the word. He because, shut up, too. Yes, he did. I'm sure he did. And <laughs> all the men had a good time. Yeah, they all laughing. Started, they all laughed at him and everything. And I walked out. So God. All that's, right. that was a big rabbit trail. Huh? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I'm having all these repressed memories. Yeah, I'm back in the seventies. I'm back in prison. Uh, all right, yeah, now, where we at now? <laughs> we got to get back to the law of reciprocity. I'm about having armies and not even <laughs> jails and not even prison parents. And, oh God. Well, Pastor, you want to know how this law is necessary to work? Are we helping people right now? Yes, because <laughs> this is real stuff, real talk real use of God's word and we need to be praying (laughs) and we need to have steadfast persistence because look right in your midst the devil is standing he yelling out in prison trying to make make noise but you can shut him up Mm -hmm. so Matthew 7 7 Matthew 7 7 verses 7 and 8 it says, for everyone that asks, receives, and he that seeks, finds, and to him that knocks, it shall be open. So we got to stand on your word. We, it, and when it says knocks, you got to keep on knocking. And that's why going back to what you're saying, put your name right. in scripture and it totally changes. It yes, it does. So powerful. Because it's like for 
every for well, so you for would, Gary for JC that ass we receive. Okay, and we and Gary and JC that seeks will find. All right, and Gary and JC knocks and it shall be open. Thank you, Lord. And it's steadfast, and like the word says, you got to keep on knocking. You just don't knock once. Oh, nothing happened. I guess God's not here. No, you got to be persistent. You never give up on the quest. You persevere. Yeah. We're a winner when we are persistent and not faint-hearted. And what does Galatians 6, 9 says on that? And let JC not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, I shall reap mm. if I faint not. Mm. So we can't faint. That's for the fool-hearted. We need to persevere. Yeah, that's a, that's a, if anything that we can recommend, put yourself in the word and make the word come alive. And soon it will jump out, not at you, but on you and in you. Mm-hmm. So now you are walking by faith. You are walking straight. Your confidence is, is so much greater. It's just so awesome. I know, you know, pushing the wheelbarrow, just being able to have praise thoughts. Thank you, Lord, to be alive, to be a part of your world, to be able to work is such a blessing. It is a blessing. And and so when she says that we are, don't be faint hearted. I guess, hey, we get faint hearted. Yes. It's like we get weak. Yes. We want to buckle under. Yes. But somehow through prayers and supplication, when he said, let your request be known, Lord, I need you right now. Lord, I need you by the minute. Mm-hmm. I need you by the hour. Right. I need you daily in my life. And when, you, when you're sincere, he, your angels are empowered. Yes, they are. To fight on your behalf to because... The deceiver's trying to keep your prayers from coming because you become a warrior for 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 him. You're, you're, you're his ambassador on earth. If he can trip you up, then that means that other people are going to get tripped up. So that's why we got to be like Paul in, in 2 Timothy 4, 7. I have fought a good fight. Yes. I have finished my course. Yes. I have kept the faith. See, sometimes you got to fight. Put on the boxing gloves. <laughs> like, we're talking about my cousin was mad. Yeah. He was shocked. I just need one break. I'm having a, he was having a rough time throughout that day. And everything. We, all felt, we all felt for him. But when he was mad and angry, then that's the good fight. Sometimes you got to shout out what you need. You got to be able to stand on what you need. And that's why I love Paul. I fought a good fight. Mm-hmm. So you know that, you know, you feel like Muhammad Ali or Sonny Liston. You be in that Rope-a-dope. ring and, and you just come out, man, you want to swing. And sometimes you just want to punch somebody out. Uh-oh, is that Christian? No. Uh, I don't know. In the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I but look what you get. come back slicing and yes, dicing now. But look what you get. Henceforth, there is laid up for me, and it says me. That's after Paul said, I fought the good fight. A crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Hmm. That love is appearing. So God wants us to fight the good fight because we're going to be there and we're going to know what we need to do in order to survive. Uh, Pastor, I hate to say this, but we may not get to that last question. The last question, what sin particularly blocks the flow? Of kingdom power. Yes, uh, we're going to have to save that, I think, for the 12th. And maybe what we can do is flow into it and talk at more depth about kingdom power and what blocks it. And that way we can add maybe just one other question, but this really was an eye opener, I believe for me and trust that it is for the audience. I'm going to have you end. Well, father, we just bowed down in all of you.
And we just thank you for your ever presence, for choosing us, dear Lord, because we walk by faith in yes. sight. Dear Lord God, we just ask that you just bless each and every one who's able to listen to today's program, Father. Answer their prayers. Hear their voices, dear Lord God Almighty. And I pray for all those men and women to pick up the rod of faith, to work hard, to praise him continually, to try to follow not try, follow the Ten Commandments. Lord, we need you hourly. We need you daily. We need you to put a hedge of protection around our minds, our body, and spirits so no weapon formed against us can prosper. Lord, we just thank you for being here this afternoon, sharing your good news. Yes. To let everybody know we are winners. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, See you in two weeks. Yes, indeed. All righty. God bless. My friends, there's some examples of character that you need to write down. Now, why do we call, for example, the alphabet characters? Because A is always A. B is B at 2 a.m. in the morning. C is still C, whether it's in Africa, Asia, or in the Bronx. It doesn't change. That's why we call them characters.